today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. This was fascinating uh, when it came across the desk today. Uh, in the fight against drunk, uh, is the fight against drunk driving a losing one? Should drunk driving be fought by decriminalization? Uh, an op-ed by a defense lawyer in the Toronto Sun suggested that decriminalization would see criminal charges abandoned. Is this a smart idea? Alberta has announced its intention to adopt the BC model and counterintuitively larger, uh, largely decriminalize impaired driving. Uh, basically, to, to break this down, the, ch- the changes would see criminal charges, criminal charges abandoned in most of the first-time impaired driving cases. Drivers with no criminal record, no accident or injury, or low-breath alcohol readings would see themselves facing license suspension and administrative uh, penalties, but not a criminal conviction. Of course, criminal conviction can inf- uh, can affect employment, can affect crossing borders, travel, all sorts of things. So uh, is this the answer? Is this the way to go? Uh, let's bring in Andrew Murray, CEO of Mad Canada and on the line now. Andrew, thanks very much for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Oh, thanks for the opportunity, Scott. So what are your thoughts on decriminalizing uh, drunk driving this way? Well, we don't use the word decriminalization uh, when we talk about the, we call this discretionary options for police because decriminalization means you do it in every type of situation. And this is not the case. So British Columbia has had a system since 2010 and they offer the discretion to focus instead of on kind of punitive penalties to focus on immediate rehabilitation type of sanctions. And the impact of that since 2010, according to coroner data, is there's been a 50% reduction in impaired driving fatalities. And mm. so that's very persuasive for us and the results of the BC program. So for you guys, this is all about results. It's all about getting these people off the road. Well, and we, we know because of See, one of the things that happens in BC is your your vehicle is impounded for 30 days right on the spot. Mm-hmm. And so word got around when the legislation got out there and said, wow, I just had my car. It was gone for 30 days. It cost me these many thousands of dollars to get it back. I had to do all these other things. And all of a sudden people went, whoa, I'm not driving and, you know, when I've been drinking. And so the number of drinking drivers fell. The mm. gas fell. But interesting... The, the sales of alcohol and the hospitality um, situation stayed strong. Part of it was the hospitality came a partner in the process and offered rides to their customers and things like that. So it was a system change, a behavior change very effective. You know, you bring up a very interesting point, Andrew. Uh, you know, you're, you're saying a, for BC, uh, you know, and using the word, you know, the word decriminalization really is not accurate at all. I agree with that. Um, but you're, you know, using the example of BC where they have an immediate 30-day suspension. I believe in Ontario, it's a seven-day suspension. So they're looking at the punishment at the front end, things that will greatly affect the person and, and their habits as opposed to putting them through a trial, giving them a criminal record and such. Uh, absolutely. And, and, you know, quite honestly, when people make the decision whether they're going to drive impaired, it's not thinking about a criminal record. It's simply on the process. Am I going to get caught tonight? Mm-hmm. And because the administrative sanctions take way less time than the judicial ones, the criminal code, 
they take about an hour and a half compared to four hours for a criminal charge. And so that means there's many more boots, many much more deterrents on the roads in B.C. than there is in any other province. Are people surprised at Matt's reaction to this? Well, as, as Matt always says, like, you know, people perceive us as, you know, being, you know, tough on drunk drivers. Well, what we want to do is be smart and favor type of legislation or kind of anything that reduces the number of drinking drivers on the roadway. And this is just being smart about it. The numbers speak for itself. So why wouldn't we support something like this? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.